0: Hello and welcome to this week's Positive Recovery with Karina, being made for you for www.sabertownpodcast.com. It is your one shop, sobriety shop, heading over there for all things sobriety. Lots of great stuff there. And also for my YouTube channel, Positive Living with Sobriety and Recovery. Um, I've got my job, going to have a quick dip, put my glasses on. What have we got today? Oh, depression. Hmm. Okay, so someone's asked me to talk about depression. Uh I guess I'll just look at what it is, what we think causes it, and how alcohol can affect it. Um that's my thoughts now. I might go off on a tangent, you know me. So depression, what is it? Well, if you have consistently low mood for more than 2 weeks, then you may be looking at a clinical depression. But it is things that it's more than just a low mood. It's Poor motivation it 's not wanting to get washed and dressed it 's withdrawal, not wanting to talk to people, not wanting to answer the phone, answer the door, not wanting to go out, losing your appetite, um, your sleep gets very disturbed as well and if you have this you know consistently for for two weeks or more then it 's very wise that you' go and see your medical practitioner um, because it may well be that you are having a clinical episode of depression. It is much, much more than low mood and it affects all of our senses really and the the whole of us, of our daily functioning. Sometimes it can get so bad that people can just sit in a complete stupor and become mute and not eat at all. And, you know, at that point, that's when they need hospital treatment. So depression is quite a serious illness. Um, I think it's had bad press over the years because antidepressants are prescribed so much for... Um, For things, possibly in times when they shouldn't be, um, you know, because we all have reactive stuff. We have things that happen in life that are going to make us feel low. Bereavements are going to make us feel low. It's normal. But as a society, we don't like to feel anymore. So we try and put tablets, take tablets to put a plaster over things and dampen down our feelings. And that's what we did with alcohol as well. Um, let's be honest, it was just to dampen down our feelings and to not feel. So we're not used to feeling, we're used to taking substances that stop us from feeling unpleasant emotions. So depression is thought to be due to a reduction of serotonin in the brain. And serotonin is a chemical that actually 90% of it is found in our gut, only 10% of it is in the brain and the production starts in the gut. That's why um, when we're depressed or low or anxious, um, it can affect our gut a lot. You know, constipation, diarrhoea, butterflies in the tummy. Um, You know, that's because of the serotonin levels. So what they think happens is that in depression, that our serotonin levels get low. And because that is responsible for our mood and our motivation and our sleep and our appetite, all of that goes out of the window when our levels are low now some people have inherently low levels they're, they're born with lower levels so um you know that that's a difficult one and but levels do change in response to situations as well and i watched a really good um podcast last night am um, called rewired by a dr joe Dispenza, and it is in my favorites on my youtube channel um, positive living with sobriety and disability, and it's great. It's about how our thinking can change our body. And I know the town podcast uh, inventor and guru Drifter is very into Rewired um, and talks a lot about that. And books from another lady whose name eludes me right now, but it, it's really you know it's really good. It's a really good thing to read about about how our thoughts can control um our body and everything we do the problem is with depression is we get to that point where we just can't be bothered and everything seems black and we can't see any future and our motivation is completely gone and that's the nasty trick with depression is that you know the most the most important thing that we can do is make ourselves get up and do things and keep going but the depression itself makes us not want to do that so we sort of straight away into a battle in our mind we've got that battle going on a bit like with the alcohol you know the i'll oh, just have one and the other side going no because it won't just be one and one drink will be okay no it won't that sort of battle that's what we get with depression as well is like get up and make yourself a cup of tea i can't be bothered but you do it for somebody else. And that's a trick that I use to motivate me when I get really down is, well, you do it for Jack or you do it for Andy or you do it for Arthur. So kick yourself up the butt and do it for yourself. Easier said than done sometimes, but the more we can do and to get out of our depression, the quicker um, it will be. So anyway, back to serotonin. I've gone off on a tangent, which I knew I would. Um, so serotonin in the brain, the antidepressants that we take are increase the serotonin in the brain. So serotonin is a protein that goes across the synapses from the neurons and the nervous system. So it stands to reason when there's depletion there that um, there's going to be problems with our mood and our bodily functions. So serotonin is then reuptaken. So you've got Basically, how do I explain this? You've got neurons and they're the messages and receivers. So let's look at it as messages and receivers. So one neuron is a little messenger. It carries a message. It spins it, pings it across the synaptic gap. And you've got a receiver neuron that receives that message. Any serotonin, serotonin helps with that message, with that pathway, that connection. Any serotonin that isn't used is reuptaken by the send by the messenger that's sending the message, um, and what antidepressants do is they stop that from happening, so you get more serotonin in the synaptic gap, which helps the messages run more smoothly, makes your mood better, makes you have better appetite. Um, you know, the jury's out. There's lots of debate and discussion around depression and antidepressants. Some people believe in them, some people don't. I do. I do think they help. I've taken them myself for years. I am managing to get off of them gradually now. I've stopped the drink. Um, but I think they do have their place. But everyone's views are different on that. But taking into account that that theory may well be right, we also know that Alcohol reduces the amount of serotonin in our brain. So if we're already depressed and we're, take, we're, we're drinking, it's going to reduce the serotonin even more. And if we're taking antidepressants, we're taking something to increase our serotonin, and then we're, take, then we're drinking alcohol, which reduces it back down again. And so begins the game of seesaw, seesaw, up and down, up and down, up and down, which just makes us worse. So alcohol is a depressant. Um, we know that it decreases the serotonin in the brain it may link in and increase the dopamine and give that reward system but the problem is is it will increase the dopamine and make you feel good yay and then it decreases it bang even lower than what it was originally so that will bring you down as well So depression is a very real thing. It's more than just low mood. It really is. Um, It is a very chemical thing, we believe, that's happening within the brain. But there is the power of thought that can help us um, and there is motivation which can help us. And there are natural serotonin boosters as well. So one of the most important serotonin boosters is the sunshine. Now when I was doing my prescriber training I did some research or looked at, I found a research paper um, that they did post mortems on people that died in winter and people that had died in the summer. And the people that died in the summer had far more serotonin in their brain than the people that had died in the winter. And we all know, don't we, that when the sun comes out we feel happier. You know, everyone has a bounce in their step. Everyone has a smile on their face. Everyone just goes, "Ah, oh, the sun is shining. So the sun really does um, feed the serotonin and make us feel better. There are foods that are quite rich in something called tryptophan as well, which can um, increase serotonin, possibly in the brain. Again, there is some debate whether the tryptophan can actually get through the, the blood-brain barrier. Um, but we'll we'll go with it because it's healthy food. So things like turkey breast, bananas, um, and I'm just going to have to pause a minute to look up the rest because I can't remember them. Okay, I'm back. See, I'm such an honest person. I didn't have to tell you I was pausing and having to go Google, did I? <laughs> but I do. So things like eggs, meat, um, tofu if you're vegan, soybeans, um, salmon. They're all quite high in tryptophan, so you can take that, and eat those things like exercise. We know increases the dolphins endorphins, and the serotonin in the brain, so exercise is good. But this is where I say again, this is the trick of depression that it makes you demotivated, and you don't want to do all these things. You don't want to eat healthy stuff. You want to eat sugars and crap, and you can't be bothered. You can't be asked. But it's really, really important that. We, we take steps to really be strong and kick ourselves up the butt in the same way we have with the drinking. You know, get used to arguing with that voice and just go, I'm not listening to you, I'm just going to do it. Activity scheduling is really important. So you can write an activity schedule. So sit down the night before and write or or, a week in advance with support with someone of like at nine o'clock I get up, at ten o'clock I have a shower, at eleven o'clock I'm going to eat, at twelve o'clock I'm just going to go for a little walk. And when I say exercise it can just be a really short walk you know, or if you're wheelchair-bound, just a, a, a short, you know, self-propelling push, or or even get out in the fresh air and get someone to push you around, you know, get out. Um, the fresh air's good, the sunlight's good for us. Um, little exercises in yoga. I found a great uh, Qigong um, video. It's only about 20, 30 minutes on YouTube. Again, that is in my favourites that you can access um through my youtube channel that's a uh, really good and you could do that sitting down um, that's really good to get the chi flowing so yeah things like you know get activity scheduling make yourself do things when i'm down i won't open the post i will leave the post sitting there and then i'll worry about it and i worry about it and if i just open the damn post already i'd know what was in there and i could sort it So, it's really kicking yourself up the butt. So, depression, we have depression. We have a clinical diagnosis right there in the middle. We have a medical practitioner who could prescribe us some medication, or we might have counsellors or therapists that can help with us as well. But then there is the other side, and that is us. It's what we are bringing to the table. And we have to be really strong with depression. We have to bring that stuff to the table, and we have to do it. We have to do it ourselves. cannot do it for us. There are people who can help us. There are friends and family that might be able to motivate us as well. But we really need to look at what can we do? What can we bring to the table? And a lot of it is just kicking ourselves up the backside. And it's hard. It is really difficult. It is like wading through syrup some days. I remember one patient of mine once telling me, you know, some days I'm just getting up and cleaning my teeth is like climbing Mount Everest. And yes, it is. But at least give yourself a chance and start at base camp. You know, get yourself to base camp because that is what's going to get you better. As hard as it is, as difficult as it is, taking action is what will get you better. But little steps, little tiny steps Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, it's that thing of like, Oh, God, I need to tidy my whole house. And straight away, you're like, "Ah, oh, it's too much. So bring it down to, I need to tidy this room, this bedroom. Ah, oh, that's too much. OK, I need to tidy that wardrobe. Still too much. I need to tidy that drawer. That's still too much. OK, I just need to tidy that corner of that drawer. That's just... To give you an example, obviously I'm not telling you to come and do your housework. What I'm telling you is just to start small. Tiny baby steps. Do something for yourself today. And, you know, do something good for yourself. Do something nice. And one thing you could do is you look up mindfulness. So, talk, you know, think about mindfulness. Doing things mindfully. Being in the moment. Catching yourself um, with your monkey mind, which is another good I've got another little good one in my favourites on my YouTube channel about the monkey mind. Make friends with your monkey mind. Give it a job to do. So that's worth checking out too. So that's just my little spiel on depression. I hope it's helped you today. Um, Look for the sunshine. It is always there, even when it's raining. The sun is always there. We just can't always see it. We have to go look for it. So, yep. You're, do, you're doing well, you're getting sabre. Um, if you can do that, you can motivate yourself with your depression as well. And just remember, you need to bring something to the table, as difficult as that is. And I speak of someone with experience, so I, I really do know. I don't know your particular circumstances. I don't know particularly how hard it is for you, but I know that it is difficult when we have depression. But I'm wishing you all the very best today. I hope this has helped you a bit. Remember, not another drop, no matter what. And take a size 10 boot to yourself. Give it, Or even if you can't do that, just at least give yourself a little nudge today. Give yourself a little poke. And, uh, yeah, go live. Go find the sunshine. Love to you all. Take care for now. And I'll catch you again next week. Bye-bye. I've just had to pop back on again because I've just had my shower. And, ironically, I forgot to talk about memory. <laughs> And altered thinking. Um, So depression, yeah, it really can affect our memory. So don't think you're going mad if you're forgetting everything and repeating everything. It can also make trouble with our words as well, with our speech. We can sort of say the wrong words. We might want to say toy and we say tool instead. So we, we have the word in our head that we want to say, but we can't quite get it out. And it affects our concentration too. So reading things, listening to other people, it can be a real struggle trying to work out what those things are that are being said and what you're trying to read. So you can do little exercises just like reading little bits so back to the corner of the of the drawer in the wardrobe, in the room, in the house. Um of just little tiny bits, easy reading, just to retrain your brain to get with that. The other big thing is altered thinking as well. And this is another huge, huge thing with depression is that we have a lot of negative thinking and altered thinking. So we may think that we're not worthy, that we're useless, that we're hopeless, that nobody cares about us, we have nothing to offer. We may think that we should do things, that we ought to do things, and then we beat ourselves up because we haven't done them. Um, we also can start catastrophizing, which is like expecting the worst and having a really gloomy view of the future. Um, you can you can have one little marble of a a bad thought and if you imagine that marble at the top of a a snow-covered mountain and by the time it gets to the bottom it's a huge giant snowball or boulder and and that's what happens with our thoughts we let them run away with us so this is another really important um, reason to look at mindfulness and look at the monkey mind video there's also and this is where. Cognitive behavioral therapy comes in really, really helpful as well. And there's a great guy called Dr. Chris Williams from um, Scotland who wrote the Overcoming Depression workbook, which is a really good workbook. You can buy that online. You can also get the, the papers um, for it, just the workbooks individually online, or you can access it electronically, which is to the com. Just put that in and um, you can go and do that, and that will help with the motivation, with altered thinking, and different ways to change the thinking as well. So, for example, um, I hate flying. So, if I'm going to get on a plane, this is even non-depressed me. You know, if I'm going to get on a plane, um, I'm terrified that it's going to crash, it's going to fall out of the sky, so straight away my altered thinking is hyped up as I'm getting on a plane. The actual situation is that I'm getting on a plane, so are millions of other people over the world millions of other people do it every day. And, you know, it's meant to be the form, safest form of travel so that's what's really happening but in my mind I'm getting on something that is like a a metal tube of smarties that I have absolutely no control over that is going to fall out of the sky and I'm going to plunge to my death that is my thinking that's how and that makes me really anxious it then makes me physically feel sick it makes me shake it makes me have butterflies it makes me sweat um and and it just triggers off that whole Anxiety system, and it just makes it worse and worse and worse by the time I'm on the plane and I'm trapped in there and I can't get out, and it's definitely going to fall from the sky. Every little shudder, every little bump that's it, we're going down. So, you can see how we can just escalate our own thinking. And with the cognitive behavioral therapy, it stops you, it makes you look at what's really happening and control, you know, change some of those thoughts breathing is really important as well just to breathe and if you come listen to my anxiety podcast there's a lot more about the breathing and breathing exercises anyway um hopefully i can get on with my day now and you can get on with yours too enjoy see you next week bye bye for now